That's right. The Gnome Boys making their triumphant return. How we doing, fellas? We are back. It's been too long. Far too long. Good intro there. Little little song. Little Sam Ellinger. You know, Texas famously was not back, but uh, we we are back. You know, I mean, it's been a busy summer. Uh, and you know, th- and fall. things things. Yeah, right. <laughs> it has been Major. what, like May, I think. Uh, yeah, I want to say what end of May, maybe mid end of May was last time. I think it was right before the mayor of Easttown finale. Oh, it seemed so long ago. Oh, do you get point? Yeah, someone was... got married, sort of already was married, but yeah, got married, married a second time officially last year, but you know, had the big bang this year. So, all right, so we've got taste test number two coming at you. Um, we've got the truly holiday special or holiday pack, whatever they call it. And like last time, we're just going to have a few drinks, shoot the shit for an hour or two. And a little Thanksgiving special, I guess, is what we're going to going to call this one. Um, I, I mean, we'll... the the flavors are fitting for the Thanksgiving special. So... Yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to jump in. I'm going to get into this. I'll just intro the flavors and then we'll do the same um, format as last time. So we have pomegranate ginger fizz, holiday sangria style, cran orange sparkler, and spike spiked apple spice. So Neil gets the first pick. Do we want to reveal our pre-taste rankings or prediction rankings or let Neil pick his first one and then go? I think if I remember last time we did our pre-rankings before and then we kind of yeah, went from so there. Too. All right. We'll, we'll go in order of my screen. Dirk, hit us. Um, so I'm going to go. Which way do you want me to go? Uh, I always mess it up and you always make fun you, of me. You, you tell us. <laughs> you, you, set, you set the stage. You tell us. I'm going to go. I'll do worst to, worst to first, worst to, worst to best. Okay. So my number four um, that I think is going to be the worst is cranberry orange. My number okay. three uh is pomegranate ginger my number two i think is going to be surprise and spiked apple is going to be tasty and my number one that i think will be the best is sangria just because i think i personally like sangria a lot and it's a uh red sangria it looks like at least uh, according to the colors on the uh, (laughs) on the can but i think the sangria will will be the most uh like classic flavor so i am banking on that being the best all right and on my screen i'm up next I've got the spiked apple, the four seed. The spice is what worries me. I don't know if it's just in the name Fair. or if that's Fair. part of the flavor. If that's part of the flavor, I can't see it being good. If it's part of the name, that could surprise me. Um, then pomegranate, not sure how the ginger is going to go. If it's over, if it's too strong, I may not like it. Then 
crayon orange sparkler by default because I think sangria is going to be the runaway best flavor. You're definitely wrong about cranberry orange, but other than that, good list, my friends. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, Neil, your prediction four to one. Uh, well, coincidentally, my fourth or one is the exact opposite how you introduce them. I'll go number four, the spiced apple. I have the same concerns with the spice as you did, Hambitch. Number three, the crayon orange. I think what is drawing me away from that one is I don't know if I've had a seltzer with orange before, unless mm. I'm mistaken. I know there's a lot out there at this point, but you know, that's, that will, that's something that might throw me off. And I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. You know what my mom, who t- used to teach preschool, said? You might surprise yourself. When kids she, wouldn't, wouldn't eat their snacks, they didn't true. like it. Sounds like a smart even woman. Though, even though they never had it before, you might surprise yourself. Might surprise yourself. Uh, I mean, when we did the first one, definitely, I believe, is the watermelon mojito. I think that was definitely a surprise for us. Oh, yeah. Anyways, get back. Coming in at number two, the holiday sangria. Kind of like what you guys all said. It'll be, it's probably the safest play. But I do think the pomegranate and ginger will surprise me because I know I've had uh, Lover Boys and I know they've had the lemon ginger one and I did enjoy that. So yeah, I figured. True. And you know, pomegranate pom- they have. I don't know. If, does the pomegranate have ginger in it though? I don't think so, but I think you're. Either you're way, something. swap out the lemon for the pomegranate, the ginger. It's going to be a good bet. All right. Neil, you get to kick this off. See, now that's a decision. Do I want to go with my number one and then possibly disappoint myself for the rest of the night? Or do I want to, you know, try to pull in the underdog, which I think I will with the spiked apple spice. Oh, I have high hopes for this one. I like I, this I do because think you two are, are, could be onto something about this. I personally was, I guess, just assuming it was in the name spiked. Uh, but I might have been an idiot, and you guys might well, be right. What, what, what is this be... spice? All I can think of is cinnamon. You know, so, like what else is so going to be? So Neil, this was a perfect first choice because it's either oh, going obviously to be, it's either going to be <laughs> bad and get it out of the way, or it's going to be a pleasant surprise and a good way to kick it off. All right, here all right. We go. Cheers, boys. God damn it! <laughs> you can tell we haven't done a taste test in a while. Him, but just having a little trouble opening it up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. You get a little bit of a spice, a little <laughs> yeah. something in there. I mean, it's definitely cinnamon forward with that. It's not overpowering, but it that part lingers with you. It doesn't hit you at first. They're cold apple pie shop. <clears throat> that, that's exactly oh, what's reminding me of okay like I, obviously not that apple pie or like a, 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 light, I mean a lighter like version a, but yeah it's like a much more refreshing cold yeah, version I don't need i don't know if don't refreshing is the right apple, word apple pie shots yeah maybe not that's refreshing only have bad memories of that all i can think of is the shot now so that's not going to help me through this yeah i shouldn't have said that because that's all i'm thinking about now too it didn't even enter my head and now yeah only have bad memories of that What's your bad memories? Just drank too much on a car ride up somewhere. Hmm. I will say that's, that's it. That's, no. that's, <laughs> <laughs> it is um, meeting my expectations of how not good I thought it was going to be. It's it's. I think I had the initial like that's pretty tasty, and now after a few um few sips, it's uh, it's 
it's not even the spice part i think it's that um (laughs) i think it's the the apple is what i'm not enjoying it's kind of like the that candy you know it's like apple kind of yeah it's like too um not too sweet but too like it isn't cleansing enough in my in my mouth no it's not not at all it's got a lot going on which i think might be common for all four of these two but it's just the combo of this one knowing what was going to happen see i like the apple part the best and that's the part when it's their own when it first when you first take a drink of it that's what hits you and that's what i like and then this then the spice part kind of kicks in and it's not not as good yeah i keep going back and forth like i don't know i think i like the apple part too but i really am thinking about apple pie shots and every time i take like a swig of it it's like i'm I'm thinking I'm taking an apple pie shot, <laughs> but I don't know. It's okay. I guess in the end, I still think it's going to be better than at least cranberry orange. Although that's going to be much more refreshing probably in the end. Damn it. <laughs> what? I think my rankings are all messed up. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about mine right now. Yeah. I mean, we only had one. <clears throat> and going back to your, uh, I, I didn't want to cut you off, but I liked that you threw in uh, Texas football is is not back because they are not back. <laughs> You're right they, about that. They're all they're like on the cusp here and there, and then they they, just, they are, find though. ways to just fail miserably. How'd yep. they do this weekend or this past weekend? Because it was, wasn't the weekend before they lost to Kansas. That's what I'm thinking of. Then that was I mean, either I, this I, last I, weekend or the one one before. I think, but yeah, that before. was wild. And you guys, did you guys see that clip of um the Kansas that? freshman i think he's a freshman walk on maybe a sophomore um walk on player it's, it was his first snap on offense he's like a fullback and he caught the game winning uh two point conversion it's incredible Did you guys see that is a no, crazy sir. clip like his parents uh <clears throat> his parents were at the game and like videoed it from the other end zone that it happened in like okay they were in the other end zone mm-hmm. so like videoing it and then his dad you can hear his dad i forget his name like sam or something he's like i think that was sam or whatever his name is and then that's like, incredible. We can't even tell if it's, if it's your kid or not. Yeah, just someone make the play. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know if it was his, his first snap on offense. That might be it. That might be a little too much, but it was definitely his first like catch and uh, what a catch it was. Uh, to answer the question though, they, they lost to West Virginia on Saturday. So regardless, back, back to back. Yes. Yeah, they are. Um, Back to back to back to back to back to back. Am I, is that six <laughs> I'm counting? Um, let's see. Lost to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia. That's six. And what's his name has been benched. Uh, oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Oklahoma. Never mind. Never mind. Spencer Rattler is who I was thinking of. Yeah. And then what's his, uh, what's that guy's name? The, the replacement. He's had a couple. If he yeah. if he stretches as well, yeah. yeah but your... speaking of uh, football, did you enjoy that uh, Vikings game? Yeah, I was just gonna say, how about your Vikings? <laughs> how could I not? I thought yeah. for sure we were gonna blow that though. Like it was going, it was going way I too mean, smoothly. Yeah. Darnell Savage catches or like holds on to that that interception. <laughs> he might might have blown it. I mean, although the one that I missed didn't. Didn't Kirk have a a pick called back like late yeah. in the game? That, I think yeah, that's what Dirk's referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, I was 
It was like right after the Capella. I just saw like the something on a, a play update, like ESPN or whatever it was. Yeah, it was like right yeah. after the Packers got that long touchdown to tie it. And then they, yeah, Kirk threw it. It was like at the second or third play on that drive with plenty of time left, clearly. Neil would have caught that ball. Yeah. Oh, I could have done a lot of things in that game. <laughs> Amon, what about the movie Coherence? All right, Dirk's taking charge. All right, you, if you're going to lead it off, Dirk. If you're going to run things. Well, I just want to do uh, make sure I ask that question since I was the one that was leading the charge of that move, watching that movie. Okay, I've, I've got I've got notes. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize you had that. It's, okay, you back to you. Back to the I mean, regular my, scheduled program. I mean, I mean, yeah, like I said, we're just going to. It's all right. You can edit gonna, that idiot out later. going to chit chat. <laughs> no. I try, I try to edit out as little as possible. Although last taste test, I'd edit out about 40 minutes. Well, I think but we went on for about two hours. So. A lot of a lot of that was with oh, bathroom night breaks. Is young here, Neil. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow doesn't count. It's a holiday. Day before. Is basically yeah, technically, no, but sure. Do you guys work tomorrow? I do, but Sophie has a half day, so it's pretty much a holiday. You'll be playing some Mario <laughs> Golf. <laughs> More than likely, it'll, it'll uh, yeah, the, the Mario Golf might be starting earlier than later. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. All right, Dirk, coherence. We can we can jump around. We don't have to follow. I guess you want to get Dirk and give a little background of mm-hmm. how we ended up watching this movie. Yeah, so for movie group, uh, a, a separate, I guess it's not a podcast, but a separate just kind of uh, group for fun thing that <clears throat> we do watch movies, talk about them, as as it probably sounds, uh, but. A couple of weeks ago, we had a theme. There's a theme each week, and then people uh, put in their choices for the movie, and it randomly gets picked. And the theme, I think, was like otherworldly, I want to say. Yep, you're correct. So I was looking up stuff. Some choices I had um, were not uh, streaming. And so then I found this movie called Coherence on Reddit from 2013, and I'd never heard of it before. It's a low-budget film. <clears throat> but in the end, I thought it was definitely it looked better than probably what the what the budget was to me it was more enjoyable i guess but uh yeah it was it's like this um i don't even know like a thriller i guess i would call it thriller um, sci-fi mystery yeah yeah mystery sci-fi um but yeah it it, it uh essentially it's like a dinner party with uh eight people i think something like that and there's a comet or like a meteor coming through uh, space that's passing over earth and because of this comment whoa, whoa don't get to too many spoilers here yeah well because of the comment just some uh crazy stuff starts happening and they're trying to figure out why it's probably yeah. the best i can do without giving away a that, ton. that's that's the thing is that i don't know how else to explain it i mean it deals with the potential gosh i mean yeah i mean what even constitutes like a full-on spoiler for that because it's super hard to talk in depth about without just giving away everything that everything that happens yeah that's true actually but if you at least give like the minor setup of what they think and then confirm they are experiencing there's still a lot of like intricacies that go back and forth with that part of it yeah what do you think about Lori? i could not keep track of who was who i know hugh because they said his name about a thousand times yeah um which one was Lori? Uh, she was the one that cheated on her husband, right? She was, was the one. Was she the blonde woman? 
No, she was the one that that was Beth. Beth. I got the cast up. She was the oh. one that came in late with that guy, like the friend. Oh, and yeah, she dated yeah. the other friend previously. Yep. And then she came in late with the yeah, because uh, it's only been like a week and a half, and I already like forgot the yeah. I'm trying to remember the names here. Was Kevin? Lori, Dude, it's been I like two days for me, and I'm in this. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like Lori. She annoyed me. She was like, yeah, she annoyed me. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we was should Lori this, married <laughs> to Hugh or with Hugh? No, that's Beth. Beth that's is Beth. married to Hugh. Yeah, because that's that's who I thought at first, and then now that Dirk, you know, explained that, yeah, that was Beth. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, do you have the questions about it, Hambage? Or you want to talk about it? I mean, maybe we just give spoilers. I mean, I'm going to say, like, it's, it's from anyone listening out there. It's from eight years ago. Spoilers are ahead. It's from eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. True. Um, so it basically deals with like a temporary multiverse, is kind of what it is, what it sets up that for the time that the comet is passing over um, the Earth. There, so they're like, like Dirk said, they're at a dinner party at, at someone's house, and then they go out and they see basically another house with other versions of themselves, and they interact with each other to varying degrees. And there's this like weird section in the dark where they they posit that if you go through there and you come back out, you go into a different universe's house, basically, and a whole bunch of just weird stuff just happens. And they try to fig- they try to figure out like I was losing my mind. So when they at first early on when they find that box with all the like the pictures and stuff in it, and then near the end when they're doing that part to try to they're trying to like figure out a way to make sure they know who's in the right house, mm-hmm. and then they go through the idea of taking pictures and labeling them and making numbers. I was like, what the hell is going on? How yeah. <laughs> it was it was so trippy. And then they started talking about how like the number like. Cause you start to realize that the Beth that's in this house is from a different universe. And she's like, Oh, my number was a three, not a five. And it starts you know, like, we put in, you know, our, our item that shows which house we're with was different than the item that's in this box. And it just starts to get to be like, I am so lost with. So my, my question is the house that at that point, is that the house that the movie started at? I don't know. Uh, the one that it ends at. We're, no, I know that one's different. I know that okay. one's different. But when they're when they're going through the process of taking oh, the pictures, the when yeah. they start that process, is that might the be. same house that the movie started at? It might be, but then we were talking about this, and I was reading too that each time it cuts to black, people are had some theories that each time it cut to black, you're in a new universe in a new house with different, like another a parallel version of the characters. That was one of my bigger issues with it is that I love when when movies do that where they don't make it super obvious what exactly is happening. You got to try, try to figure it out on your own. But this seemed almost too convoluted. Whereas like there's they might be switching switching around here and there, but you there was really no way to tell. Mm-hmm. I almost for wished- sure where you were aside yeah, from I- the very end when it was very obvious. Yeah, agreed. When we when we talked about this, uh, Neil, Neil and I, like the one thing I wish happened in the end after watching everything, I wish there was just two houses, you know, and there maybe just a few, not like hundreds of thousands of millions. When you yeah, because we, you, I mean, that's true. we don't like know exactly infinite. what number it was. Yeah, we don't know. That's that's a good point. But I wish it was like in the end, like okay, there's two houses and they got to figure out who's who or like 
you know, they're plotting against each other, I guess. Because I agree with you, Ambage. It was just, there's so many things happening or so many possibilities. Which it is cool, I guess, that they do that, but it was there's a lot going on. I think Chris Kuna would like this movie. I think I think he would feel like I feel about it, where it's a super cool idea. Yeah, but it I agree. But it didn't quite pull off the execution of it. But like the, the concept is super interesting. I really like what they were trying to do. It reminds me a lot. There was a movie I saw last year called Parallel, where like these this this group of friends in a house, they find this mirror to like an alternate dimension and they can like go back and forth. And in one dimension, technology is like super advanced. So one guy that can bring it back into the, his original life, basically to become super rich and like powerful and successful and whatever. And same kind of deal where it's a really cool concept, but it just kind of falls apart in terms of where the story goes. But the, I don't think this one fell apart. It's just, it was too hard to kind of keep track of what was happening. Yeah. I also hated the ending. Well, uh, okay. So the, like, 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 like the literal, like ending, ending. I was like, nope, lost a few points there. Was could not, I hated that part. So what was, what was the blonde woman's name again? Emma. Emma. Yeah. So like at the end, she's essentially just fighting herself off so she can get into the, I guess the the universe where it's like the happy life. Yep. It's like okay, fine. But then yeah, like the ending like where where do they go from there? Also super frustrating how dumb she is. Let me just put this <laughs> duplicate of myself that I knocked out into a bathroom. I didn't yeah, I didn't want to get to that cuz like yeah. there's, there's no there's no arguing arguing for that. It was the worst move she could have done. Like what what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. And like it's, mean, the body's going to disappear when you wake up. That's what I was thinking. Like, ever after. That's maybe, the only thing where, like, like, maybe she thought that when the comet passed, that. But yeah. then, wouldn't she disappear in that? Right. Scenario? That's what. Yeah. If she sense. if she was in the wrong. Not in her mind. <laughs> yeah, in her mind. It's all yeah, rainbows and lollipops. That's fair. Yeah, that was. It it was worth a watch. I mean, worth most. Watch, I think yeah. most. I think most movies, are worth a watch. Not many, at least for me, are, not many are an act an actual waste of time. But I enjoyed it. I liked it a decent amount. But yeah, it was entertaining. I yeah, think I it left a lot, rewatch it. a lot of potential that where it could have been really good. Yeah, it's but, also not not a long film either. So yeah. it's not like you have to like dedicate you know two and a half hours. I think it was under yeah. an hour and a half even. It's it, it was no short. Christmas yeah. print. Yeah. Hour thirty, hour forty or so. I think. What was that, Derek? <laughs> I thought you might have heard that. It was no Christmas prints. Let me tell you. I'm still waiting for the fourth one. I but I'll take I'll take the uh, Vanessa Hudgens times three in the Princess Switch any day. I needed a I needed a fourth version of her, and there was there was a chance there was opportunity for a fourth Vanessa Hudgens lookalike, and they squandered it. That was disappointing. Have you guys watched any of those those movies? I have not. I might have to hop on this year. Like Dirk, you watched that Love Hard it, movie, right? These are all. I did watch ones. that. Yeah. Okay, what did you think of that? That movie was so bad but it was it it's one of those ones where like you're watching you're like yeah this is bad but i'm just gonna keep watching this because it's somewhat entertaining you kind of know what's gonna happen but i mean that that's uh, what the the, um so christmas prince and the princess switch that's what those movies are but they're so absurd and ridiculous and they they're just like the laziest movies ever it's it's incredible how little effort 
is put in yeah. some of those parts. Yeah, I bet. It's, I know, I know they're, if you're talking objectively, they're poorly made. The scripts are bad. The acting is decent at best. It's like that one, but I, was, I I cannot get enough of them. There's so that, much isn't fun. Isn't that how me. like all these like Christmas movies yeah, are like these, all these Hallmark like ones? It. They're all like yes, it, it, lower yes, budget. It, they're you know, they're like Netflix's versions of Hallmark movies, but yeah. the, these two trilogies now, like specifically, I love how they're trilogies too. They're they're like, different. <laughs> they're they're different because they form like it, a connected universe. And if you yeah, look at wild. and I I I know they're not actually looking at what this reference in movie one means for movie two. I know that, but if you want to look at what it means for each movie and like the plots, it's, it's absurd. And it, it makes it so much more fun for me. It's so enjoyable. They're terrible, but I love them. Every, like I need that, one every single year. That uh, <clears throat> Amelia Clark one. I watched it on a plane last year. Um, oh, last and it Christmas? reminded me of one that you probably like, Hambone. I'd, I'd imagine because it's right in the same wavelength. That sounds like the name, yeah. Last Christmas, that, with, that um, was it's with somebody else, Henry Golden, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um, Emma Thompson and Michelle Yeoh. It's actually a pretty stacked cast, yeah. Have yes. you seen that, Neil? Uh, out at to see, can, can I get a picture? Go on, ne- Neil, next time you're on a Southwest flight around the holidays it's probably on there that's, that's where i watched it last year because that that was one where as soon as the first trailer premiered everyone is like oh the twist is this and it's super obvious and yeah. then that was the twist <laughs> yeah and i loved reading that's reviews where it was Same like kind of i had no idea it knocked me off my socks like no that was the <laughs> it was like the most telegraph thing you could yeah. ever imagine yeah, yeah i definitely but I, have not seen this I will agree. It's like if you looking at it. if you're looking for kind of like a uh, you know a holiday type theme movie, all of these you just throw it on. They're all on like Netflix or whatever. Typically, you just throw them on and it's, it's worth it in the background. Or if you want, yeah, that's how most of them are for me. Like if I'm wrapping presents or doing some other stuff, just kind yeah, of pop it on yeah. and you know pay attention for the most part. Yeah. Uh, one, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that this year for is that new Home Alone because all I can oh, hear is how yeah. trash it is. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so. I don't it's even know if it's so any worth bad. it to have it in the background. I it's always think it's so of bad. In the background, but no, <laughs> no, it's it's terrible. It's I guess when if we're going from Home three to this one, where what what do we put oh, on the level? Because I've I I put three on last year while I was actually wrapping presents, and I was like, okay, this is it's fine for what it is. I haven't seen three in a long time, but the the thing that's so absurd about that is that Home one and two are like home burglaries. They're a heightened reality, obviously, but you can conceivably imagine these things happening. They're kind of small scale. Home Alone 3 is literally international terrorists. It's like yeah, it's a I, huge jump. I do remember like turning it on, like the beginning scene. It's like, I don't remember what it is, but it's like some deal that's trying to go down. And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> and it ends up being a microchip in a, like an RC car. Yep. And they, it's, I mean, yep. essentially, it's the same thing. Then they're trying to break into the house to. And Weird. like the yeah. the charm of the first two to me, I'm sure this is everybody kind of thinks this, but is that if they he kept it or they the movie kept was simple, like you know he's using um, like Hot Wheels cars and shit like that 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 uh, are the booby traps, which of course it was made in like uh, years ago, the early '90s, wasn't it? Something like that. So it's ninety one, like, ninety two, I think, were the first. Yeah, two. but so yeah, I it's like it, they're unrealistic. Like, that's great. Like, and, but it's a treehouse. Yeah, like you can make sense of 
a 10 year old kid do like coming up with that stuff and like having that scenario happen. You can make it make sense. Home alone, the, the newest one, which is now the third worst movie I've seen this year. (laughs) What's the worst? Um, the movie music. That's the one. What was number two? Um, it, it, it was home sweet home alone. But then oh. I watched um, a night or two ago after we fell. There's this series of movies off of like young adult novel. There's after, after we collided and after we fell. They're absolute trash. <laughs> I can't wait not to watch them. Perfect. They have, a, yep. and there's a fourth <laughs> one that they it. filmed I think, back to back. The title is infuriating. It's called after ever happy. Yeah. I'm reading about after we fell that that it's, will not be watched. It's so I think they have a combined score for me of 18 out of 100 out of three movies. I was going to say, it's not even worth my time to watch those because if no. Hambidge, who watches all these movies, can't even like get anything positive out of it, yeah. there's no way I'm going to. The only no. movie I've ever disagreed with on, on uh, rating, like not exact number, but in the ballpark is Crazy Rich Asians with you, Hambidge. I was not as big of a fan of, of that one as you are. Other That's than fair. that, yeah, Hamage is the go-to of like, all right, this sounds worth it or not worth it. Yeah, that's what I, because like, like I said, most movies for me, even if they're terrible, they're still worth my time to watch. Sure. Only a very few. Music was not worth my time. That's a literal zero out of 100. Just garbage, borderline offensive it's just just mm-hmm. terrible um but i saw neil kind of shaking the can um so we, should, we should get our ratings in for the uh the spiked apple spice and move on to our drink number two here anyone ready with their rating want to kick it off are we going uh, out of 100 or we're doing uh, decimals here remember last time out of 10 with decimals okay I mean, I can kick it off here. Uh, I'll go 4.4. 4. That was pretty bad. I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely letting wow. Sophie uh, have the other two that are in the Ferretti pack. Wow. I didn't uh, think it was that bad. It definitely exceeded my uh, my fourth place finish. And and remember, we will get to revisit these if we need to, because the first one's always a little harder to to judge. Um, I'll I do not, I do not plan to have one, uh, that one again. <laughs> Well, I mean, too. Yeah, I I won't have any more of those. I don't think. Um, I might honestly. Bad. I'm gonna piggyback off of that because I'm in the same ballpark. I'm going even four. I did. <laughs> you guys are acting like it's I, bleach or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a pinch, yeah. I, if I would drink it, but I'm never gonna actively choose to drink that one again i might just not have a drink that night if it's my only choice <laughs> that's fair that's we fair hambone's mom in here you guys I think, on, yeah. we tried yourselves it. a little we bit tried it that was the, what that's didn't the help because when you're like oh it. it's kind of like an apple pie shot that's not going to help me drink a full can of that <laughs> that yeah that one that thinking about that lowered my score as well and i'm going to go not, not much higher but at least over 50% here. I'm going to go 5.7 for me. Mm. Okay. You make us sound like we have this 
these crazy scores and you barely go. <laughs> well, you guys you don't even go one, one and a half points higher. <laughs> what did you say? 4.7? I said, said 4.4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. I said even four. Yeah. Well, what can you do? <laughs> it wasn't great. <laughs> definitely not second, I don't think. We'll see. Uh, I would think not. It's definitely going to be last. <laughs> I don't even have, have the other three yet, and I'm convinced. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with my assumed number one. I'm going to go with the holiday sangria. If that if Apple hadn't been that bad, I might have held off. But I want to go with one that I, I think was just is going to be that, good. Sure. Since that's my number one, I, I feel you're, I enjoy your cleansing the palate by hopefully our number yeah. one flavor. Got it. Got it that time. All right, sangria. Cheers, boys. Okay. Not bad. I'm thinking overall this pack is going to be not the best. Tastes like one of those uh, fruit punch. Tastes like fruit punch. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I appreciate what they did with like kind of like the holiday classic drinks and everything. But I don't know if turning into a seltzer flavor was the yeah. correct move. I mean, they'll sell a bunch of them, I'm sure. And they'll probably do something different next year. I mean, all you got, I mean, truly, everyone knows truly, you call it holiday, you call it limited time. I mean, yeah. I don't know about right. you, Neil, but Dirk and I had a, had a tough time even finding it. I... I actually, I first saw it at a Total Wine. Um, I was down in Florida a couple weeks ago, and I saw it. And that this is what got me thinking. And then I went to the grocery store, whatever, two weeks ago, whenever it was, and I texted you guys, and I saw it there. So I was like, okay, I'll grab it, thinking it's not going to be that difficult to find since I just saw it at the grocery store by me. And then, Hamid, you said you had to drive a little bit, too, to get it. Yeah, there, there's a Total Wine about five miles from my apartment, and then another couple within like 10 and they were, they were all out. So I, I had to oh, go. Okay. So they had them, they were just sold out. They, they, they carried it. Yeah. They were yeah. sold out. Um, and then I had to go. Yeah. 20 miles ish out to Maple Grove to, to find it last, last Saturday, which was not in the area of anywhere else I had to be that day, but <laughs> I did it. I did it for the known boys. Team player. This one's pretty good. Would have driven further if I had to. Good luck I mean, it. no, this one's definitely way better than uh, that apple crap we just had. <laughs> <laughs> which, which the apple one's a shame because you think of like hard ciders; those are those can be really good. They are. They are usually good, but they don't usually have that that, that apple taste I was trying to describe. Yeah, where it's kind of like a I'm drinking a candy or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Neil. You know what we haven't, what we missed out on, with, without doing these these podcasts here, we probably got a massive Harry Potter update. Oh man, oh man, uh, <laughs> oh man. I don't know if "massive" is the correct term, but kind of like it's how like four chapters. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how we haven't done the podcast because everyone's been busy <laughs> with summer stuff. You know, when it got warm outside, I wasn't reading as much. You know, there's just so much other stuff to do. Sure. Uh, I mean, I did get through, you know, I finished the fifth one because I think last where we left off, I was probably 
one third midway through the fifth one. Sounds about right. Now I'm about half done with the sixth. Oh, okay. So I guess I've done a decent amount, but I'd, I I wouldn't constitute as a lot since well, I mean, you know, if it, we if ha- it haven't was, done this in if how it many was months. May and now it's November. I don't think a decent amount qualifies. Not not putting you down. I'm just no. I'm, I'm just picky a, with the word choice there. It's the that'd be the equivalent of finishing maybe one one book, and I would not say that's a lot. You could you uh, could put it put it like uh, put it this way. You wouldn't receive a free. Oh, I love to hear your explanation. You, you wouldn't receive your free personal pizza from pizza hut for doing your reading <laughs> over the summer honestly with one of those books being like it. 700 pages i think that i think you still would <laughs> all right maybe you would you guys remember those those are incredible oh that, yeah. that was amazing i i read a i read a bunch at when i was younger so i mean that that was like easy for me did you guys ever read um we'll come back to here about in a second well, i'm thinking of it though the matt christopher sports books oh yes i th- yeah. think i know what you're talking about they had like um I'm everything thinking of like uh uh like the illustrations on the front yeah matt christopher books were were the best did you actually the best that i i loved my mom and i spent so many weekends like hunting down to get the full series the um chip hilton books don't think so oh we still got them in my, in my parents house i don't think i'll ever let them get get rid of yeah those. these matt christopher ones i remember these but not not matt christopher just, i would go to i would go to the library and I would get just like stacks of Matt Christopher books, like four or five at a time, just crush through them. But the, the Chip Hilton books, um, they, like, they, they're written by, by their coach named Claire B. Guy coach, coach, I can't remember what he coached, but he was like a pretty well-known coach for, shoot, I'm blanking now. Some sort of, I think he coached college. Um, but they were about Chip Hilton, like stereotypical all-American athlete, basketball, football, baseball just like the, the the good guy he everything he did was like perfect the books were so good though i think there's 20 or so of them and like every we'd go to borders books my mom and i just tracking down any any missing book in the series speaking of that, are there any borders still hanging around or is that like a full like they're all done um i thought they closed i mean it could be like a blockbuster situation where there's like one or two just just hanging around um but let's see also while i'm looking at that hey, speaking of bookstores have you guys that been to portland before uh yeah yes but it's been a little bit probably <laughs> 2014 did you go to to powell's bookstore uh definitely not okay it's this massive it's like a full block like three or four stories high it's it's incredible. Like if was you're it like in the downtown area or was it like outside? Of I don't remember. I haven't been to Portland because my, my, my godmother and her husband live out in Portland. So I've been there mm. a few times, but it's been I probably last went when I was like 16, maybe. I don't think I went during college. So it's, it's been a minute. Um, but Powell's, it's like a world famous, just enormous bookstore. It's got um, literally anything and everything. If you're even like slightly into books and you go to Portland, you've got to go to board to, to Powell's. Go to Borders. <laughs> they Borders also <laughs> the kid who only hit homers. Yes, Matt Christopher, twelve year old Hambo. I wish. No, I I hit three home runs in my life. Over the fence. Two. One. One was a um. 
It nice. was like, I've, it was like I've never done that. It was like eighth grade playoffs. It was just a I just lasered like a ground ball. And it was in one of those like rec- recreation areas where there's like three or four fields. Just rolled. Just rolled <laughs> forever. <laughs> but no, I hit one in extra lead off in extra innings in a playoff game when I was like 10, maybe. That had to be a crazy feeling. It was it was sick. And then we scored, <laughs> and then we scored a bunch of runs. And they scored like one in the bottom half. So it wasn't like a game winning home run, but, um, and then my, one of my best, like my, my last season of Babe Ruth, um, I finally got one felt super good. I'm jealous. I never hit one over the fence, but in, in, in my, <laughs> in my, in my best season ever, never got a home run hit, hit a shit ton of doubles though. Should have won pro, dude. No, I couldn't even make varsity in my high school. Was it was baseball? Was baseball same season as tennis for you? Yeah. So, so like, did you, so so did you play baseball? Like, no, I, I thought I, you played tennis. Yeah, I, I played tennis in high school. Um, I played baseball way more growing up, and then once I got to high school, I had to make the make the choice. And my high school was they've historically been very good at baseball. Like Joe Maurer went there. Um, Paul Molitor went there um, and we just been very good. And when I was there specifically, we had just a bunch of really good players and I was solid, but I wasn't going to be, be like a starter. I, I, I kind of figured at best I'd be like a pinch runner pretty much. Whereas in tennis, I could have potentially played varsity for four years, guaranteed played varsity for three years or ride the pine on baseball team in like best case scenario what it could have gotten a state championship ring my junior year but uh went to play any part in that surprised yourself like your mom said no it's just called being reasonable could have been paul molitor joe mauer matt habitch, matt habitch. doubtful because the, the the best player in my grade made it to the majors and pitched probably 50 innings total like and he was he was super good he was like the best player in the state and he like i mean he got drafted he went d1 for baseball to georgia tech Jeez. and like made it into the bigs for a little bit but i don't know what he's doing now if he's still in the minors or not but good guy though i like him a lot he's um but no i did play baseball in some summer league through 16 we had that was honestly maybe one of my most fun years playing. Um, we did we had two practices, one right before the season started, and one one right before the playoffs started. Really committed. Can I ask you a hey I'm bone question early? And then this is gonna be a good segue back to Harry Potter. <clears throat> hey, I'm bone. Which character does Neil remind you of in Harry Potter? Or I should say, who would Neil be in Harry Potter? Or if you had to insert Neil into the movies, what character would he be? Is, is this going back too. to when we were, were shitting on you? 100% yeah. this is where I got that from. <laughs> little, I, gotta admit, uh, I was laughing at that. A little backstory <laughs> here. God damn we were, I don't remember what the situation was. Oh, we were trying to like find the seltzer. Hambage and I both found him. Dirk couldn't. That's what it was. Yeah, you said that he out. <laughs> and he was like, saying like oh, i guess we might be able to do the test taste and 
that's when I decided to make the reference. I think I used Snape at first, but then that was giving Dirk too much credit because Snape is actually a good character. So Hambage suggested. Nice <laughs> Hambage, well, who would you suggest? Filch. Oh, yeah. Lined up much better. Doesn't have a cat, but Dirk does have a dog. So, no, honestly, though, Dirk, Dirk is for sure Seamus, like without a doubt. I am? Yes. If we're, if we're being serious. Hmm. And I don't think there's there's even a question. Remind me again who that is. Seamus is the dude who always sets stuff on fire and like explodes stuff and just has a great time. Why why is this person not why am I not remembering this person? Have you have you seen all the movies? I can't remember. I've seen all the movies plenty of times, but so um this guy knew as the, I let me pop it up. One of the biggest things Keep going him is in um in Deathly Hallows part two when they blow up the bridge. Oh, that's how you pronounce his name. He, yeah. What oh Oh, great question. How did you think it was pronounced? Yeah, I mean, these are this is classic, Neil. You can't even hate on it since he watched the movie first and he would write down his questions. Yeah, it would spell everything wrong. I mean, I pronounced it exactly how it's spelled, which is Seamus. <laughs> Perfect example. It makes sense. I, I guess I can see. It, it does make but, sense. It does make sense. But do they actually oh, pronounce it? Do they man, pronounce it that I way in the movies? It. Yeah. I guess I'm just not paying attention. James Finnegan. Yeah. Isn't that his list? Yeah. 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 Finnegan. Hmm. Do we like? Is this a good character? I mean, he, he always cracked me up. <laughs> uh, I mean, he he does kind of doubt, doubt Harry for Seamus. a little bit. I love Seamus. Does he doubt Harry? I don't even remember that. Well, it's because like his parents read um, read a scooter. Dave oh, Robin, yeah, yeah, with all that. I mean, I mean, fair, everyone outside of like Ron, Hermione, and McGonagall and Dumbledore doubted Harry. But then, he, much, but then doesn't he join uh, Dumbledore's army at some point? Or he's like a part of that, I think. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he's a good, he's he, a good he guy. comes around like everyone else, but but all he right, was, I'll take it. I'll take it then. He was on. initially a little skeptical. I'll take it. All right. All right. Back to your question. Yeah, yeah. back to the question. Do you, do you have an answer for that? Do I or does Neil? Do you? I honestly haven't thought about it. Give me a second here. Um, he's definitely not Neville. That's way too much credit. I mean, none of us are Neville, to be fair. Underrated. Properly rated. Maybe Neil's Dean Thomas. I was thinking that. Just like low-key, just solid. Well, I just read about how Seamus and Dean Thomas are friends. So I'm thinking... Well, I would say, like, in the books, it's always... If they say one of the names, the other one's always nearby. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Gryffindor's version of uh, Crab and Goyle to me. Yeah, because they're kind of just like the background. Oh, that's interesting. I never heard it that way, but I like that. I'm just thinking like the like, background Gryffindors, like they're not really yeah. involved in any of the adventures. Even yeah. like when they go to the ministry, like Neville goes with them and everything. But yeah. those two, nope. Because obviously, like nah, you guys got Hogwarts, we'll 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 rally, but uh, I'm not going to yeah. go for that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, like Ron and Hermione are the the best friends which you'd you think crab and goyle are for draco but crab and goyle aren't they're just kind of similar to the dean and seamus like meh, in the background i mean there's some funny scenes or mm-hmm. quotes and stuff from them but yeah i agree dean and dean and seamus are saying yeah, we'll we'll chill in the corridor here mm-hmm. hang out get the fire going until you guys get back let the action come to them yeah exactly 
Any I'm new gonna... big big thoughts or things you like or don't like, Neil, or is just kind of just going it, along? It gets dark. You know, people die. <laughs> Harry has like thoughts of wanting people to die. That that's all been kind of throwing me off. I really kind of see him. He's a big whiner. You know, things don't go yeah. his way, or people don't tell him what he wants to hear. He's a big whiner. Yep. And that's I'm not a huge Wine fan of that. Boy. Harry is probably an overrated character. And so, like, and absolutely you mentioned, an overrated wizard. You mentioned 100%. that like early one of our earlier episodes, and I was like, I didn't think much of it. And now as I'm reading it, I totally get what you're saying with that. It's just he's kind of annoying in a lot of situations. Yeah. Like yeah. part of it is warranted given what he's gone through and what he is going through, but still. But, like, take a second, take a deep breath, man. You know, think things through before you start talking and throwing tables over. The the <laughs> other the other thing though, in the books, I feel like people don't realize how young they actually are. True. That's true. I mean, I mean, in, I mean, in book six, he's like that. 16 years old. Yeah. That's a good point. The fifth one where uh, Sirius dies, he's 15 in that one. You know, the fourth one, he's fighting off dragons. He's only 14 years old. Yeah. We think 14, what, we were in eighth grade. Freshman year of high school. Like, what? Yeah. But, like, you forget that in the book because they're doing such, like, adult things. That's a good point. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. All this, like, even from the beginning, they're 10, right? Something I think like 11. And they, they start go to Hogwarts. 11. Each year is one year above 10, yeah. I think. Because it's like seventh yeah. year, though, he's 17. So, Neil, here's a hey, Neil question. Who's Hambone? Hmm. Good question. I'm, I'm going to need you to help me out here, too. Yeah, this is what, again, I didn't think about this for either of you two. I was thinking in general. Hamish answering the question. I gotta come. I back mean, this, I, I feel like he's got a little, little Hermione in him too. Where like likes to overanalyze stuff. Really, like you know, properly analyze. I would argue properly. <laughs> an- yes. All right, properly analyze. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think a combination of with someone else though too. Do you? Or I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say, Dirk. Hambone, I think, reminds me maybe of uh, Lupin. He's go on, go on. Smart, like you're saying with analyzing things. So he's gonna yeah. think about it before reacting, and he's loyal friend, and he's on the good side of of the situations that are happening. He's on the good guys. On the, he's on the good guys. Yeah. To be fair, that description based just off of those three things that could be a lot of people describes a ton of people. Well, fuck me, I guess, guys. <laughs> I'm j- I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not arguing against the Lupin comparison. I'm just saying. You're saying th- th- those three aren't necessarily unique to Lupin. Oh, okay, fair. I thought you were talking about yourself. I was like, okay, no, because because like Sirius Kingsley, yeah, okay, Arthur that's Weasley, true. the Weasley brother, the Weasley family, aside from Percy, like just just using those three characteristics. Is, I'll just think about it. Is really broad, is all I'm saying. Like, if we want to give a good in depth answer, I need a little bit of time to think about that one. Yeah. I think Lupin isn't bad, though. Do you not like Lupin Hambone? Oh, no. Lupin's great. I'll take Lupin. It doesn't all day. seem like it. Yeah. It sure I'm just, doesn't seem like it. Apparently, mm. since I overanalyze things, I was just saying, given Dirk's <laughs> you are, evidence <laughs> for using the, for making that comparison. Well, I was just going, yeah, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like Lupin as a character is like that. Like he's, he's always like, you know, looking out for Harry, looking out for the good, but he's also, he 
I think what Neil just said made me think about him in the sense of he does like when Harry is just reacting and flipping tables over and stuff, Lupin's going to take a deep breath and step back and think about the situation. Does Harry flip tables? I would think, okay, the situation was, I haven't read the books in a long intense, time, but I think it was like right after Sirius dies. Uh, they like quick is this end uh, of book five or beginning. Book yeah. Six? They, then they like go back to, um, I keep apparate. That, that's a correct term, right? They back to Dumbledore's office and then he just starts kind of like trashing the place a little bit. He's very frustrated. And then that's when Dumbledore's finally like, okay, I'm finally going to tell you the whole truth now. <laughs> Good joke. Right, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily tell him everything, but does give him a lot of detail. He doesn't ever tell him everything until like the yeah. literal very end. I'm pretty sure though in that scene there, he does. And then I mean, Dumbledore, everything just, about Dumbledore like just sits specific, there. Yeah. He just sits there. He's like, you know, I, I understand your pains or something like that. And then Harry goes emo. You know, no one could ever understand how I feel. Yep. Pretty much just goes into whiny mode. Yep. Yep. That's what he does. Kind of one of the defaults. All right. We ready to rank this bad boy? The sangria? There's a little bit of spice I'm getting at. I was going to ask about that. If you guys caught that too. Well, I mean, what is in the ingredients of sangria here? Because I mean, you have you have red like wine, with, actual with sangria, fruit. or this specific yeah, one, actual yeah, sangria. Actual sangria definitely has a cinnamon stick. Yeah, because it's like red wine, what lemon, lime, oranges, cranberries, or something. I feel like there's some kind of s- spice in there. I thought like, it was just nut, like nutmeg, fruit. cinnamon. Someone's there's definitely look it up here. some. There's Granted, definitely I've only had Hermione like look it up or, like once or twice in my life. Let's let's uh, properly analyze this. <laughs> okay, it's made of. <clears throat> Typically consists of wine, red wine, fresh fruit, liquor, and sometimes a sweetener, along with, um, oh, this is giving me something else. Let's see, fruit juice, typically such as orange juice, sweetener, such as simple syrup, agave, nectar, or sugar, sparkling water, fruit, such as sliced oranges and chopped pineapple, peaches, nectarines, apples, or pears. Oh, See, I didn't I didn't think there was any sort of like spice to it. I don't know if that's if they just if truly just thinking like cinnamon or some sort of spice is just a holiday ingredient. I mean, that just might be in well, our I'm, head right now. I'm too. reading a like no, but blog. I mean Dirk mentioned it and we both we, yeah, we both thought people, of this. I don't think people it's people in the comments of this blog are writing add a dash of cinnamon, add a cinnamon stick. Trust me, add cinnamon. So yeah, people are definitely do that. So it's maybe not an actual ingredient, but it's kind yeah. of a, an add-on. A little spice. That's fair. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's solid. It's the number one seed right now out of two. (laughs) Easy Bellatrix. Oh, is that is that who hambages now? Bellatrix? (laughs) How 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 little do you think of me? (laughs) I thought we were I mean, in his defense, Bellatrix is very loyal. Ding, ding, ding. Please argue against that, Hambitch. Off of that one point, you can't. Okay. Case closed. All right. Ah, that's next flavor. That's, that's the next one. That's aggressive. All right. But I guess we'll move on. All right, Bella. What do you rate it? I don't want to respond to that as Bella. <laughs> but since it was Ultrix. my choice, I will 
Can you imagine if if Snape had like a pet nickname for her and just call her Bella? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just how much they would just throw off any scene that was happening. You think Bella Hadid's named after Bellatrix Lestrange? Yeah, hundred percent, without a doubt. <laughs> um, oof, this was fine. I'm gonna go six point five. I think if that I, if that ends up being the best one, that's gonna be disappointing. Yeah, I'm I was also six point five. Um. Yep. I think it deserved the upper upper half region for sure, uh, not in that upper echelon of other ones other ones we've all had in the past though. Yep, Dirk, six point five. That was genuinely what I was going to give it. Sure. So good choices, boys. All right, Dirk, we've got our ratings in for the Sangria. You are up on your pick. You got two left. What are you doing all next? Right. I'm going. I, so I'm going to go with my last choice, Cran Orange. I, I think I think Palm Ginger is going to be pretty good, actually, and I oh, want that I to agree. be our last flavor. Okay. Okay. I wish I had Palm Ginger and stupid Apple switched. So, anyways, Cran Orange. Cran Orange. That's a clean pop. What was your original uh, Apple one again? Because Hambit, you Ooh, had a fourth, right? I was going. I was going bigger. Go home. Dirk had apple ranked second pre pre taste, and Hambit, you had it fourth as well, right? Yeah, I had it correct. Second, dude, I don't know what you're thinking of that one. <laughs> it was the, it was the classic go bigger. Go I home. could just look at it and be like, it's not gonna be that good. <laughs> the the can does say spice spice baby, so I appreciate the vanilla ice reference, but doesn't get it any extra points. This one's pleasant so far. It's more of like uh, okay. It doesn't taste like uh like they're going after a certain cocktail here. It's just more of like it's cranberry. It's just like these are the flavors. Enjoy Correct. them. It's like yeah. you know, like Vizzy always has the combination flavors. That's essentially what this is with this one. Yeah. Okay. This is this is good. It's subtle. It's not too like overbearing in the flavors either. It's kind of like I don't want a seltzer. It's more like you have the seltzer yeah. and then you want the the hint of flavors to it. My first couple of sips, I thought it was terrible. This like cough medicine, but now that it seems, this seems. Like I don't know what kind of medicine you had when you were younger, called, but I would have wanted that called medicine. Confirmation bias, Dirk. You ranked it fourth. You want it to be bad. No, no. But I was gonna say, yep. I think that this happens Loser. for myself <laughs> a lot because I I liked the spiked apple. Like the first couple of sips, I liked spiked apple, and then I kept drinking it, and it was terrible. And now I'm start. I've I'm a few sips in now, and I'm starting to pretty much what Neil just said. I'm actually I'm you might just in. surprise yourself, and you'll like it. <laughs> also, Hamburg, I'm glad oh. you said that. I did not realize um, the spice spice baby. So now I'm looking at him. Sangria says, "Serve cold, get warm." Ooh, it's kind of funny. This one says. Light it up. So I might have to dock little points off this Ooh, one. For that, light it up. Light it up. You're just you're just looking for anything to get this a lower trash. score. <laughs> oh, the pomegranate's terrible. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna wait for it. The, the I'm gonna can. Wait for it. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for it too. Awful. I do. I do. Absolutely awful. Jokes aside, this one is only getting better. It's it's is almost it, tasting solid. like a. Um... I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but there's some, it's good. It's it's pretty good. It's oh, yeah. skyrocketing up my rate. It definitely so uh, surpasses Sangria for me. 
Yeah, not the, six, so that, not the sangria was bad, but definitely sangria. I think Hamon said it. It's solid. You know what you're getting. Like yeah. it's all right. The apple that just apple had a lot of things going trash. on with rash. I should yeah. not have thought it was going to be good, <laughs> but I appreciate the effort that truly did. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they probably thought the same thing that I was thinking. Like this could be incredible, or it could be horrible. It's, there's no in between, and it's horrible. And they're like, people are going to buy them anyway. So what's what's <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Very good. We're point. not going to have this year round. You know, come uh, come early January, we'll probably discontinue them and we'll move on. Yeah, and then there'll be some like spring spring oh absolutely or some summer whatever which just means more gnome boys ranking so that's all good with me Mm -hmm. all right new drink means new topic let's just hit the um and this this will come out hopefully on wednesday if i can get it edited as much i need to and out um how do we feel about thanksgiving where is it ranking your holidays great question do we want to do rankings or just general? I mean, I think we should do rankings. That's okay. I was gonna say let's. So okay, ranking holidays. So Thanksgiving. Maybe not, not necessarily ranking, but where would Thanksgiving fall in? Like you said. Well, I mean, if you're gonna say where would it fall, you gotta, yeah, you gotta give it in relation to what. So fair. do you want to rank holidays or do you want to just talk in general? Maybe we talk in general and then see where it and goes. Then and then uh, if if it works. If it we can just do a, like major, major. If it warrants a, an off the cuff ranking, we can do it. Yeah, agree. All right, Dirk. Thanksgiving thoughts hit us. I used to, I used to enjoy Thanksgiving quite a bit. I think when I was younger, of course. Too, I'm looking back in like the college days, um, when when the classic like Wednesday night before. Um, Thanksgiving, you're back in town. Biggest party night of the year. Right. That kind of stuff. And it's not even like biggest party night, but it's like you're back in town from college and you're, for me, it was, it was a good time <clears throat> to see my high school friends and to go out and, and not even necessarily party, but just to see people and catch up. And like, cause you knew everybody in college at least was going to be in town. So I like that a lot. Um, the older I've gotten, I, I don't like Thanksgiving much anymore at all, actually. Um, and just in general, I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the food has always been kind of meh to me. So yep. Love that. Love, the food's always been pretty take. meh. Love the only thing take. I, the only thing I genuinely like about the food are the cheesy potatoes. That's the only thing I want or I like really enjoy. Otherwise it's just too much in general leftovers and stuff and it's just i don't know it's just kind of meh to me so thanksgiving as a whole is pretty low on my holiday list uh, on my major holiday list um and it's like i don't it's great of course you get a long a long weekend out of it but overall i'm kind of i'm kind of man when i was younger and like in the neighborhood we played football and stuff that was fun like turkey bowl or whatever um, and then yeah like i said in college it was nice to see friends and stuff but i'm pretty especially as i've gotten older i'm pretty don't really like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is super overrated. I'm going to piggyback on that. The food, I'm going to jump on that. It's fine, but it's nothing special. There's nothing about it. You just have, you just have a crap ton, a bunch of fine food. I love mashed potatoes. I'll give it that. But it's not, you can have that any time of the year. It's not like unique to the season. 
turkey. Give me a chicken over turkey any day of the week. I probably I probably have turkey once a year for Thanksgiving, maybe twice. Um, the wild rice dish is good. Stuffing is good, but like, there's nothing about it. I'll have one plate. I'm fine. I'll, I'll take leftovers because I will always take free food because I'm not dumb. I'll take I'll take I'll take turkey. I'll take mashed potatoes. I'll take rice, just because. If I can save myself cooking for a couple nights, sure. But Thanksgiving is just like you said, Dirk. It's very meh. It's on a Thursday. Make Thanksgiving a Friday. Just shift it one day, and it gets exponentially better. That's my opinion. Although that might be because, and I know most people probably take that Friday off anyway. I work retail. I'm just slinging church supplies all day long. That I've got to work that Friday most years. So it's not as big of a benefit. It's a hard day to take off. I tried to do it this year. Just couldn't happen. So I have tomorrow off. Only because I'm working this weekend on Saturday. So I've got Thursday. I got tomorrow off, Thursday off. Friday's back at the store. But you put it on a Friday. It's going to be a, th- a three-day weekend at that point. You put it on a Thursday. You got to work on a Friday. That Thursday day off just throws your whole whole week off. It's like one day. Great. Go back to a super busy day the very next day. Don't like it. There's no, isn't it's too close to Christmas. I love Christmas. Got the movies, the music, the ambiance. None of that with Christmas. With with Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. With Thanksgiving. There's like what three Thanksgiving movies? There's a thousand Christmas movies. I don't even know a Thanksgiving movie. Um besides like Charlie Brown, I guess. Oh my planes, transit automobiles. Oh. Um, there's the movie called uh, The Oath with um, Tiffany Haddish and what's his name? Shit. What's his name? He's he's on the league. He's Frank Gibiotti. He's in Blockers. He's one of the dads. Oh, my God. Be- I know the this- actor you're talking about. I just can't think of what movie you're talking about. This- I don't even know who you're talking about. The, the Oath came out, I think, in 2018. Um and it's basically about a, a Thanksgiving dinner gone wrong, pretty much. Um, Ike Barinholtz, that's who it is. Hilarious guy. But yeah, there's like, and then, so I watch, oh, I watch Knives guy. Out yeah. every Thanksgiving starting last year. Not a Thanksgiving movie, <laughs> but it's got, a, it's got a very fall feel. You got to admit that was funny though. I watched Knives Out every Thanksgiving starting last yeah. year. <laughs> it's a fair point though. It's a perfect like traditions have to start on one year straight, dude. It's, it's got a super strong tradition. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. No, that's true. That's true. That's just a great way to put it. And the thing is, you're right about that for sure about Knives Out. Right. I asked you to fall, fallish movies, like non Christmas, but fall movies, Thanksgiving included and that's Plus, that knives a- out it came out around thanksgiving ish in 2019 yeah. so if that's your thanksgiving movie you only had basically a year to to mix it in um but My- playing transit automobiles is a classic the the scene at the car rental when he drops like a thousand f-bombs in a row iconic but there's there's no movies for for thanksgiving there's you can watch a movie a day for Christmas from Thanksgiving through Christmas day, even through New Year's day. And you'll miss a ton anyway. And movies are huge, obviously for me. Uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving is, it's fine. 
hang out with family, watch, watch some garbage football. The lions are trash, but hey, it's football <laughs> on a Thursday in the morning, which is great. But that that's probably the best thing Thanksgiving has going for it is the, is the daytime Thursday football games, but it's the lions. So it can't be that good. I don't know what's wrong with you guys, man. I fucking love this. <laughs> I knew you were going to like it. it. We need, we need <laughs> I was hoping, yeah, I was hoping you'd say that, Neil. So I like, do feel like all of you, I do feel like Dirk and I are probably in the minority as a as a whole. Yeah, it could be. That's fine. But I'm you glad I'm in the majority. I have in, those thoughts in the in the in the GBs. I mean, I start off with Dirk being like, well, he just said, like, I just I don't like Thanksgiving. Like, what do you mean you don't like? Like you literally like wish it doesn't exist. Like, what do you mean by well, that? Well, no, of course not. You look, no, you said I don't the best like, part you said I don't really like Thanksgiving, so yeah. you wish it didn't exist, is what you're saying. Like, man. <laughs> the Why best you, part about if I say I don't like something, I wish it wasn't there. No, that's not at all. If you say okay. if, if the I best said I really don't like it, the best part is that you get a day off. That's oh, the now only, there's that's a best the part. Only, to it. That's the only good thing about that, it. Really. That that is think about and, it. It's like it's and like Thanksgiving night for me signals the beginning of Christmas season. And Neil, let me ask you something. It sounds like you don't like anyone in any sort of like healthcare or retail because in this day and age, if you're working at like, um, you know, Target or something or Best Buy back in the day, you're starting work at like 11 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Black Friday. Probably even worse. Sucks. Neil, uh, there's a lot of stores that have said they're not open on Thanksgiving. This <laughs> like, like, like we don't do the, the open at like 6 a.m., but the workers that have to open at six or whatever like that's just nonsense and they're getting like stampeded i don't know how much that happens anymore but that's that's stuff just out of control yeah. all right i'll say like okay i used to work well, at a well, grocery store oh, i never i never had to do the black friday because of that they would still be open on friday but like i still dealt with everything else before thanksgiving and i still enjoyed the holiday even with all the real t- the retail and everything i guess for me like uh, there's still a lot of the same stuff when I was doing younger that still holds true. Like the Turkey bowl, like a lot of my grade school friends, we still do that every year. And that's been See, going that's, on that's fair. since that's I fair. can't even remember how long, you know, we get, we finished like we started at like eight, eight 30 in the morning. We finished that up, have a few late morning beers afterwards, kind of hang out, maybe watch a little bit of the the first game. Cause it starts at like 11 or 1130, the Detroit mm-hmm. game usually. Whether it's good or bad doesn't matter. Just hanging out, having a few beers, watching that. Yeah, I'm honestly jealous of that. When I was younger, yeah. in the neighborhood, we did that with like the dads and the kids, but then everybody got older and we stopped. I'm jealous. Right. I'm very jealous of that. I get where you're coming from. Really quick question, and then and then continue with your thoughts. How ranking yourself in your group of turkey ball? Are you where are you at? What number or what uh, tier? Oh, like for football wise, as a turkey football player, I would say offensively, I'm usually the slot guy. I'm the guy running. I'm not going for the long passes. I'm trying to move the chains here because everyone, okay. when you, whenever you play to pick up football, everyone wants to go for the long. Every, everyone just goes every <laughs> time. Knows. No, Neil we actually like play on a. We actually plan to feel like we have the first downs. Like I'm trying to like move the chains so we can win here, and then our quarterback always appreciates that. I was hoping you were throwing spirals. Uh, no, I don't get a lot of play quarterback. <laughs> Neil's like a Randall Cobb guy. He just does the dirty work. Yeah, keeps the team moving forward. So I, would, I, I will take I will take Randall Cobb. 
I also take Julian Edelman. I also take uh, Wes Welker, whatever you want to give me. That works. Uh, but yeah, going back. Uh, yeah, we just kind of like had our set things that uh, my friend group has kind of done every year. I love that. And then from there, like, I agree with you. Like, you know, like it, you get a bunch of food. Cool. That's not like the big thing for me either. But sure, then I get to see, you know, family. I don't necessarily see like all the time throughout the year. And then I guess now that I'm married too, so I get to kind of have two Thanksgivings in that sense. And whether the games are good or bad, I get to watch football all day. Uh, so it's a nice little, nice little Thursday treat. How do you and Sophie like deal with with holidays? So it actually with the, with the two families there. Yeah, it actually worked out well even beforehand because my parents would always host and they would always do like a late lunch because they there's already other people in our family that had other you know commitments with like you know everyone else is married you know they have other families and everything so it worked out well that way we'd go to my parents first for like kind of a late lunch type of thing and then we'd you know hang out there for a while and then we move on to her parents for um you know normal dinner time and that's kind of the same with uh around christmas too we do the same for the Christmas Eve and Christmas day. It's kind of like my family first. And then we uh, head over to hers later at night and just kind of like already worked out that way. So way my family already had it set up. Gotcha. Do you, you guys have any, your... go ahead. I'm going to say, do you have any, I know not new, new touched on it. Any like specific Thanksgiving traditions? Like you said, the, the Turkey bowl, or is there anything like unique about what your family does? Or is it just kind of a day to hang out and just eat and just be with each other? Yeah, I think family-wise, it's just more of just a hangout day. There's not like any specific tradition, at least for Thanksgiving. Yeah, for me, it's. I mean, the way Neil explained it, I I definitely have to admit that I'm jealous of that, and I totally get why you like it because you're I'm welcome like, I to join if that. you're in Milwaukee by <laughs> yeah. a chance for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but no, because for me, I'm one. It's kind of what you were saying, like uh, or what you what you just said of like, yeah, of course I would love to hang out with my family and, and see my siblings and parents and um, you know, everything that way that that's don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate that. And I love that and cherish all of those moments, but yeah, it's, it's for Thanksgiving. It's almost, it's like a JV version of Christmas. It's like, it, I don't fair. know. It just, it no, just, no, that, that's a fair assumption I, I, or I that, think, no, assumption. It's a fair comparison. I don't have, I think the main thing after listening to Neil is like, I don't have those minus, like I said, minus hanging out with family and you're just, you know, picking at food all day, like charcuterie boards or whatever and things like that. And watching football, like you said, I'm on the lions, like, you know, minus that stuff. It's like a, a nice little middle of the week, Thursday treat of a day off, but there isn't like, if I had some traditions of like the football thing, like that sounds really fun to me. I would like it a lot more. Whereas for me, Christmas, probably like you, Hambone, too. It's like you get, like you said, all the movies and the trees and the decorations and the cookies and whatever else. I have always just liked that better than Thanksgiving. But with that yep. being said, I definitely agree and understand why people like Thanksgiving. I think it also being away from um, family has made it a little more like, well, the big event for me is Christmas um, in a few weeks. So sure. I think it's kind of taken like the back burner for me. And I just don't need to go back. Uh, and like, it's like, you know, Wednesday night was always fun going out and seeing friends. And now it's like, well, no, nah, I'm good. I, yeah, I, I mean, that, 
that was also a part of it I used to enjoy. I mean, I don't do that anymore, but it was mainly like, especially when you're in college, you know, yeah. all like, like I love that. And I high love school seeing my, school, like the local bar in your hometown. Yeah. And, and I, I love seeing all my friends from back home and stuff, but it's like, I'll, I'll see you or like, we'll see each other, you know, we'll make plans to see each other. I don't need to see a ton of other people that I don't know. really care about. <laughs> that's fair. And like the, the JV comparison, that's a good comparison. Cause like Thanksgiving it's gone, you know, just like that. We're like Christmas season and everything. It's, it's like a whole, you know, month, two months of Christmas nice, cookies, like, movies, shows, you know, Christmas all the commercials. season starts for me Thanksgiving night. That's fair. That's, <laughs> I think that's how most people, it starts for them yeah. too. And so and yeah, say- every, every year, sometime that weekend, my decorations go up. I throw on Christmas vacation at least that weekend for the first of at least twice or three times maybe home alone maybe elf those are the three that i'll watch multiple times probably but vacation is the first one i always watch as the decorations go up which will happen either thanksgiving night or sometime that weekend so that's what i like thanksgiving for is because it starts full-on christmas for me which so is just awesome like thanksgiving. just like dirk i'm gonna have a hey ham bitch question a little early here too yes hit it, hit it. yes hit it all right so Clearly, you love Christmas season. That's all right. Hate Thanksgiving. Hey, hey, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Hey, Hambage. Clearly, you love Christmas season. What are your top three Christmas movies to be able to watch every year? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, the first one, Elf. Or rank them. Easy peasy. I in that in that order. In that order. Yeah. All right. Best to worst or worst to best. Best. Can you do it again? <laughs> National Lampoon's is Christmas Vacation, God. Home Alone, the first one, Elf. Then Home Alone 2 will be number I agree four. with that. I was hoping, I love Elf, but I don't think it deserves number one spot. So I, I yeah, appreciate those rankings. I mean, those are the four that I watch. I'll watch them multiple times. And Starting then, last year, or did you do it before than that? <laughs> No, this this has been this has been for for years. A strong tradition since 2020. <laughs> these are these are these these are strong traditions. As 2019. Whenever I put the the tree and the decorations up, which is basically just like lights and a few like statue figurine stuff. Vacation is on the TV. That's always the first movie I watch as that stuff goes up. Hey, I'm on. What's up? Sorry, I thought you were done. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say <laughs> you were mid sentence, but I thought you were done. I had a leg and the muscle leg. No, What's go your ahead. favorite cr- Christmas decoration? Ooh. Um a recent one. I got a I got a Thanos Funko Pop in a ugly sweater Christmas decoration. That's probably it. It's 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 sweet. That was new, but I have a um I have a, a Simpsons house. For Christmas, um, I've got a I've got an Irish Santa with like a, a tray of beers that he that he's like serving, which is which is pretty sweet. Um, I have a Spider Man ugly sweater Christmas Funko Pop, a Captain America Snowman Funko Pop, which is pretty solid. Um, several Funko Pops actually. Um, I've got Cousin Eddie and Clark Griswold from from Vacation. Still trying to track down the Kevin and the Web Bandits, but I don't think they're making them anymore because they're super expensive. So I'm not gonna. That would be the best one for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it until I get all three. But 
And I looked, I haven't looked yet, yet this year, but last year, I think like one of them was available and two of them were like 30 bucks each. Like not going to, not going to, not going to pay for that. What do we got here? Dirk sent something in the chat here. We'll see what he is. That's the one. That's the one. He he's found a picture of the Thanos Christmas Funko. That's the one I got. It's 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 so sick. All right, Hambon, give me your top three holidays. Go go three, two, one. Okay. Three being I know, I know three. I know I mean I know one and two. Three is tough. Three is very tough. Because one and two are so clearly one and two. Um, Neil's going Thanksgiving, all three of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go three Labor Day, just because it's, it's a guaranteed three-day weekend. Two is birthday. One is Christmas. Hmm. Not bad. Neil? In no specific order. I'll go Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. Um, St. Patty's used to fall in that, oh. uh, but now that I'm not, uh, I mean, I feel like all of us aren't in, into the aren't uh, drinking and you know the day drinking as much as we used to. If it doesn't, uh, doesn't fall on a on a Friday or Saturday, it's it's just another day for me. Right, and yeah, that's the yeah. thing you don't you don't get like a day off. And for basically, it even if it's only on a Saturday. That's the only time it matters. Right. Even on Friday, it's like, yeah, it's whatever. Dirk? I think I'd go Labor Day 3, like Hambone said, and then I'd go Christmas 4th of July. What Labor Day does have going for it is like you get the long weekend and it leads into the NFL season. It's, it's often a, a draft weekend too for yes. one of my leagues, which is always fun. All right, well, well, do you want to rank uh, the Cran Apple Sparkler? Dirk, you picked that, so we'll let you kick it off. I'm going to go <clears throat> 7.0. I think it's right. pretty good. It's it's There's more flavor, or, or maybe like, a different taste than I've had before versus the sangria one. Um, it's pretty refreshing. I like it. All right, Neil, what do you got? Yeah, I agree with some of Dirk's takes there. Uh, sangria at 6.5. So this one I'll at least go seven. Uh, I'll go 7.5 on this. I like what I'm looking for in the seltzer, like Dirk says, refreshing. Or like the first two maybe didn't hit that, especially the apple did not, but this one definitely did. And it was the more subtle flavors that I enjoyed were like, like I'm like, we've mentioned, I appreciate them trying to like try something different, but the cran orange just, it, it, it was just done well. Yeah. I'm going to agree. I think the cran orange is the best so far. Um, and Neil, I'm going to copy, copy you just like you copied from me on Sangria 7.5. Yeah, that's fair. Sounds, sounds about right. And I'll leave us just with one, the uh, pomegranate ginger fizz to close it out. Okay, this is interesting. First, Dirk, did you see the can, what it says? I have not looked yet. 
Sorry, I'm just texting Chris back. <laughs> I'm telling him we need a real answer. Um, the pomegranate part is delicious. The ginger part, not a fan. That's it. This, my this, I have had one sip and I completely this agree. So like I took a sniff first. Immediately ginger up the nose. Not a fan <laughs> of that. Took a sip. Same thing happened. The ginger is just way too overbearing on this. Way too much. And wait, quick, Dirk, you saw the can. I'm assuming what it says. Yeah, you guys trying to jingle and mingle. Jingle, jingle and mingle. I mean, is that better? Is that better or worse than light it up? It's worse. going up. It's better this, this for is, sure. This, this is, is the best the, one there is. Dude, that term, is way in, better. In term, <laughs> light it up. In terms of phrasing, this is the worst. This is the worst one. Serve cold, get warm, barf, jingle, jingle and mingle. Okay, I mean it rhymes. That's all it's got going for it. Hey, buddy, you're telling me you've never jingled and mingled before? <laughs> oh man, this is this is rough. This is this yeah. is rough. That this ginger, is, the ginger, that, is, the so ginger man, is way this too is much. so weird. The pomegranate part is so good, and the ginger part is so bad. So, like, whenever you use ginger, like you always want to use a small amount. Or like they probably just use like a whole what a whole root of it. Is that the and right it term? Does root? <laughs> sure, why not? I don't know about you guys, but to me it's like it, it doesn't help that you get the pomegranate first and then the ginger at to it's me. Like, oh, this is like so good. Oh, like, wait, this, this is, is terrible. Great. And then it's just, uh, it's just exactly that was my exact thought. I thought, oh, this is delicious. Oh, this is terrible. Like so, Dirk, you know where I was coming from with the lover boy. The, the salsa pomegranate was good, and the lemon one was good. I'm pretty sure it's lemon ginger, right? Yeah. Regardless, one that of them have right. ginger, and it's like very a oh, subtle. Oh my! Taste. And this is just like in your face. Oh yeah. Well, do in your face, if you ask me. All right. Well, let's just move on to the conversation here. We got some movie talk. Do you guys watch King Richard? Oh, 100%, bro, man. It's on my to-do list. I knew it was going to say that. I knew it. Wow. We should make for some great When did I ever confirm with you guys I was going to, I had watched it. Yeah. When I, I, when I said you should watch it. Hey, man, I got to say, I was thinking about this and Neil was very radio silent. He, he picked his, <laughs> he picked his reactions via iMessage very carefully. If you go back and look, Ambon, he was picking and choosing what he wanted to do just so he could fall back on this comment. I know it for a fact. I'm scrolling back through here, but that's gonna be a ways. Um, I mean, Dune not also like on my to do list. What was that? Dune is also on my to do oh, list. I, I knew that part. Um, not that it's like a spoiler though, but I just want to talk about. I guess we just me and Dirk talking here. I guess what do you think of the movie? I know. So for me, I'm not a fan of the Williams family. Specifically, Venus, I'm kind of indifferent to, but Serena and Richard miss me with that. Not go away. But it's a very good movie. This is a very good movie. It was a really good movie. It was probably similar to both of you. I feel like I can speak for all of us in saying that we know somewhat or at least enough of uh the Williams story, which which uh is incredible like that the story you know of richard of them it's just unbelievable um and i think that they 
like not not getting into everything about the movie and everything like they the the movie did a very good job of show like putting what actually happened in their lives onto the uh big screen mm-hmm. i think it was very it was a very good like adaptation of their real life uh from what i re- have read about them but i definitely understand what you're saying hambone too and agree that like um you know some of the ways or some of the things that have happened uh over the years with like you said previously to us about like serena yelling threatening to shove a ball down a yeah. line throughout for one example yeah. and man they deserved not, it it's not great um but i also do think that uh um even because i like I've, I've clearly read about like you two probably have or like i was just saying uh read about their situation and i'm um just, just everything they went through and and Richard getting him to this point. Um, so I think that seeing it on a television in, in a movie was really like eye opening Cause it's like, man, like they really did go through like this horrible stuff and persevered and became, I mean, he, he Richard was right in the end, like they're champions. So I think that's incredible. Like it made, it made me even it, instead of reading it, it made me like visually be like, God damn, like that's crazy. That, that actually happened because like when him on you remember that scene they're saying like I, f- I figured it was rick macy or the other coach paul is that his name oh yeah the first one paul yeah. or whatever but either way it's like tony Goldwyn. Like, one of them is saying to richard like you're acting like you have michael jordan in your family like in your house and he's like i have two michael jordans and it's like holy shit you do have two michael jordans like he knew it and and just like seeing that like the, those little things like that was very like eye-opening and it's like that's crazy to me yeah um, it was I, i'm glad they focused on like the the early part of their careers because that's the part where they're like totally like fine and fun yeah. to root for yeah. um but richard got so lucky that he had venus and serena yeah the way he did it when he pulled them from juniors like for a that lot of other wild, players yeah. that's that's it that destroys their tennis career but because you have venus and serena serena being the best female player of all time and venus what top five top 10 at worst that they are just that talented where they can overcome it and so he he's gonna he's getting a lot of credit for that move and and i love it from like a from like a a personal standpoint where he was looking out for them in their mental state there. He wanted them to, to just be kids. Yeah. I like and that, that part, that part's really cool. That part's great. But from a tennis standpoint, he, he locked out big time that Venus and Serena were Venus and Serena. Yeah. I mean, I think it speak it, it speaks a lot to their uh, mental state too. And you kind of saw that um, in a way in the movie. You know, and he's like telling Venus to, with his hands, he's like, calm down. Will Smith is like, calm down. Yeah. And then she does in that one scene. And so it's like, yeah, they clearly, they, he, he did a lot for them for sure. But clearly they have that like killer instinct, that champion instinct in their just DNA. But what they, I want to talk about trees. most with this movie is tennis doesn't get a lot of shine in, in movies. Um, so we're all tennis players to varying degrees. Dirk, you played through high school, four years of college. I played through high school, two years of college. Neil, you played through high school. 
and I guess Neil, since you haven't watched the movie, I can't really ask you this, unfortunately, through your own fault. Uh, <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Dirk, what, it, what? How did you feel watching the parts where they were going through like their junior tournaments? You saw like the players and Dude, the, the parents. parents. The parents. Yes. 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 The parents and players too. Like so, Neil. The this isn't even spoilers, but like they they do a very good job uh, in this movie. I think you'd agree, Hambone, of people just like, you're so bad. What are you doing? Like when you like somebody hits oh, a winner. Oh, the parents being like too intense with it. Well, well, well this the was player, like the kids, the players, like, the players like getting being like, Dirk, you're terrible. And the parents too. And the parents too. Mm-hmm. Now, but the they parents def- are they so definitely the focused are. on the extreme and only showed that side of it. Because in my experience, at least playing juniors and whatever, most people, parents and players are like, are fine. They're great. Agreed. You can talk to them in between matches. They're fine on the court, whatever. But there absolutely are the players who will yell at themselves. I was guilty of that myself. Mm-hmm. And the parents, thankfully, my parents were not like this, where they're basically are saying like to their kids, yeah, what are you doing? This is a waste of my time. And then the one dad who told his kid to cheat. Yeah. That yeah. was incredible. Absolutely, I don't think I've ever seen a parent tell their player to hook like that. And and hook is a legit tennis term for like hooking the lines, cheating on the calls. Um, but it was it was it was fantastic. Like that that whole scene, I watched it with with City and Casey. So my roommates both teach tennis for a living. So a lot of that stuff was just like right up our alley. We had a we had a blast watching the movie. It just in general, but those parts specifically were so much fun because they, they nailed it perfectly and just how absurd some of like the junior tennis like circuit can be. Yeah, I completely agree. They uh they did a really, really good job of that. The parents, especially, were just making me cringe at times, just the way they were reacting to the matches. I remember and I also time- thought that the the I mean they probably not probably they obviously did this on purpose. But whoever the actors were, whether they were like doubles or not, of uh, Serena and Venus's strokes, tennis strokes, were unbelievable. It was, it was like a spitting image. Yes. Okay. So one, in general, the tennis action looked really good for the most part. And I thought Venus specifically looked almost exactly like her strokes most for the most part. It was it was incredible how, how well they, they replicated it. Mm. But I was going to say one time just speaking of like psycho parents, this was, this was a coach um, in high school. I think it was my senior year. We were at some, some weekend tournament during the season and it was two players like top 20 ish in the state. Maybe one was top 10, one was top 15 ish, 20. They had an amazing match, just really good, solid tennis throughout both sides. The guy who lost his coach is a known psycho complete douchebag no one likes him he literally was berating this kid who i think was a freshman at the time and said basically said to him you are wasting my time with that match it's like you went three sets with a guy who was like a legit potential like state champion contender and you're yelling at him as a 15 year old that you're wasting his time out of control you know it's just to motivate him you know <laughs> Yeah, that's just the way to do it. No, this this dude sucked. The coach sucked. Everyone hated him. 
but like and and the movie didn't didn't go that extreme thankfully but they did show some of that side where the parents are like they're hanging their head they're disappointing their kids and there is some of that in in juniors and i mean i haven't played competitively in my 31 in over a decade probably not even probably actually over a decade and so that that brought back the whole that whole sequence brought back so many memories of just like the weekend tournaments you're going two three four weekends every month playing the tournaments i don't know i i don't know how much you you guys played in like usta in like in like high school or college but i played all the time and th- th- this felt so real to me they did a really good job uh of depicting that and making it feel feel real i completely agree it's like if i think if you didn't play tennis you still can um you know have a, have a good feeling of like of it feeling real i suppose but i think if you did play tennis it really hits home like you said on the, on a different level yeah like i feel like anyone who didn't play or isn't familiar with the sport can like get into mm. it but if you had those kind of like similar experiences i mean it it felt like a like a home video i feel like of, yeah. of what you went through yeah agreed too bad Neil didn't watch it. To, That's uh, very much it. Yeah. Uh, too bad. Put his two cents into there. It'll be uh, a uh, perfect this weekend movie. <laughs> ah, good timing, huh? Mm-hmm. Best holiday of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other movies you guys have seen recently? New or just older first times that are good? No. Dune, but Neil Dune. hasn't seen that one either. Dune's super good. Dune yeah, is one of the few I movies. That, uh... Go ahead. I was gonna say Dune is one of the few movies where I will like advocate for seeing it in the theater if you can. Most movies I feel like are fine on, for watching at, it at, at home or on, on at the at the theater. But Dune is like if you if you can see it on a big screen, it's incredible. Well, it's I miss I miss the whole HP, HBO Max. Where it was on there, so I don't really have for an entire month. Again, like I said, I don't have an entire. I don't have an excuse for that. <laughs> but then you said it needs to be watched in the theaters too. So it's like okay, well, maybe I mean, I'd rather to. have someone watch it versus not watch it. But I'd rather have you watch it on the big screen versus at home if you have the choice. Sure. But one movie you guys need to see is have you guys heard of Belfast? I don't think so. So our guy Gilderoy Lockhart directed this. What's his real name? Kenneth Branagh. He played Gilderoy Lockhart in the. Oh well, yeah, I, I, I mean I got that. Yeah, um, it's like a semi-autobiographical movie of 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 his life of living in Belfast in the '60s, I think, where there was like riots between like Catholics and Protestants. It's an incredible. It's the best movie I've seen this year. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. Belfast, Belfast. So it was better than Dune. Yes, Dune mm-hmm. is very. I think Dune, Dune's still in my top ten this year. I think Dune. Who's winning? Who is winning? Best actor and best actress. Just Ooh. gut feeling. Who is it? Actors: uh, Will Smith and Kristen Stewart, probably. Okay. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I I loved it, but 
I, I could see where some people would be just not into it at all. Had, have you seen um, Jackie, the Natalie Portman movie about uh, Jackie Kennedy? Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's the same director who did that. And it's the same kind of style to an extent. Um, I mean, there's definite like differences between them, but it's the easy, probably the easiest comparison. If you're looking for like a one to one. But I I think I think um, Spencer is significantly better than Jackie personally. And you like Kristen Stewart in it? Oh, she's absolutely incredible. Let me ask you a question: Do you like Kristen Stewart in, in Adventureland? Yeah, I I think Kristen love Stewart. That movie. I think I she's a great actress. I think so. There's Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson in twilight series and jamie dornan and oh my god dakota johnson in the in the 50, 50 shades series four great actors in two trash series i was gonna say where are we going with this because jamie dornan is in belfast and he is incredible he'd, he'd be if you're talking to wars he'd be in for supporting probably but he is dynamite in that he is so good and the more those four kind of distance themselves from those two series the better off there are four incredible actors just doing doing great work after those admittedly awful movies you know, any comments I know I feel bad. We need to. Should we do a Hey Neil round quick? Yeah, I, no, I need to watch Neil all these movies still. <laughs> I'm a little behind sometimes on the movies, you know. Yeah, it's fine. I put them on my to do list. Sometimes I don't get the to do list done. Yeah, because um, you took a little nap at about 8:30 <laughs> p.m. Did we, you guys watch? Uh, sometimes I have long weekends. Did you watch Red Notice on Netflix? That I have seen. Yes. I'm not. Oh, chalk one up for Neil. Oh, wait, wait. I just typed it in. I have seen that. I have seen that. Mm, Ryan Reynolds. Doesn't count. You already said no. I, I take it that you didn't even know you saw it. That I it didn't even know I saw it. I didn't know the name of the movie. Leave much of an it. impression on you. The Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Her eggs. Um, yeah. Eggs, 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 what do you, you guys think of that? Same thing as the Christmas. Uh, movies, it, I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not great, but it's fun. Ideally, yep. what I was going to say is just one of those things you have on the background. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. Another movie I doubt you guys have seen, but is incredible, is Mass. Have you heard of that one? Mass? Mass. I don't know what you're talking about. So two sets of parents meet yeah, never heard of and talk, and that's the movie. Um, Neil, you in? So, like, who are these sets of parents? Like, do they have, like, so, some kind of connection here? Yes. One set of parents is the are the parents of someone who carried out a mass shooting at a school. And the other set, set of parents are parents of one of the victims of the shooting. And so they're meeting, like, I think it's six, several yeah, years later. This one. It's so yeah, good. I mean, it's I understand so how these are good. And why that makes sense. It, it's this one is that, very similar to. It's one that I will the, never watch again. Yeah, no. but it's 
it's just parents it. talking it. for like an hour and a half. I need to be in it's the specific. So I need to be in yeah, a specific zone it. to watch that one. Like, yeah, I can't it's, just it's like so pop good. it on. Yeah, it's so it makes good. sense. It's like but a I, I, I get it. I get it. If someone like if someone wants to be like, I don't need that in my life right now. Did you just reference earlier? Yeah, you got to be in the right mood. Yeah. It's like I know that this is gonna be make me cry, and I don't want to do that. Right. It's no Home Alone. Let me tell you. That's oh, sure. home speaking home. of oh. my Thanksgiving time fall end of fall movie not halloween but like thanksgiving time is a ratatouille uh-huh. favorite movie of all time for me ratatouille and it's the it's like the, you get the warm kind of a, a cold damp day outside you throw on ratatouille eat some food nothing that's better. your favorite movie of all time 100 percent. 100 percent. yep what's wrong with ratatouille nothing i mean nothing i just wouldn't have expected it to be 100% and then Mark an all-time favorite movie thing. is all. That that was the only thing. That's, I mean, that's, good, that's high praise. But... I, actually, I shouldn't say Mark copied me, but when Mark and I started becoming friends freshman year, we realized that we both liked Ratatouille and Disturbia. And we bonded and started watching those movies all the time. Disturbia also, that's a, that's a great summer movie for me. Those are two. I can't say I watched it more than one time. Movies. I love it. Yeah. Wildly different, but I love it. Wildly great. That's fair. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Disturbia in a long time. I would need to rewatch it. All right, Hambone and Neil, favorite movie of all time. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, that's a loaded question. Good answer. Is it though? Dirk and I had had easy answers. You guys are gonna hit us with the Princess Switch three. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Hambone's <laughs> gonna so lose much. his mind. Hambone's <laughs> gonna be like, Why if that was a legit answer, it? I'd appreciate. He's uh, gonna so have much. six pages written. No, I can't say I have one. What? I I don't. I, I guess I don't have that locked and loaded. I don't, what, what's like one that just comes to mind as as a favorite? Yeah, so maybe not because I do agree that favorites like that's, that's a lot. What's one that you're gonna always throw on and be like, this is hitting well. This is giving me some feels in a good way. It's making me laugh. It's making me, you know, not feel like I'm talking about a mass shooting with another set of family parents. Yep. No, no, no. I give your give your asking here. I can't. I won't say like this is definitely not my favorite movie of all time. But I I was scrolling through Netflix. And I saw 21 Jump Street. And I was like, that is one I could always one. pop on That's no matter one. what mood I'm in. Yep. I, I won't say it's going to be my favorite movie of all time. But it's, but it's in the vein of it. Oh, obviously. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like you guys can agree with me on that one. Oh, yeah. 21 Jump Street, Super Bad, like Billy Madison. I mean, there are just some comedies that just like always hit. I, I have a guaranteed top forgetting, three favorite. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is my other highly oh, rated one, which is man. very similar to what you two were just talking about yeah 100 that's that and ratatouille are top of the line i i've ocean 11 everybody wants some and classic remember the titans are my top three favorite very good choices never saw them yeah yeah <laughs> we've literally talked about everybody wants some <laughs> on this podcast i know you see i think it was episode number one actually number Two, uh, are you sure? Number one was Get Him to the Greek. Oh, that's true. Because no, yeah, and then so number, two number two was Shit House and, and everyone. Wants wants yep. So no, you've seen that movie. There uh, was uh, very recently. <laughs> uh, oh, I meant to text you guys about it. There is a Twenty One Jump Street 
quote that I like stumbled across or heard someone say or something. I gotta find it because it's like that movie has top of the that line movie's quotes. so good. It's mm-hmm. it's so good. How do you guys like the sequel, the Twenty Two Jump Street? I liked just it good, just as good. Yeah, I would I say twenty one. Yeah, I think it's very. I think twenty one is better. By twenty two, it it's very good. Also, and, and uh, speaking of quotable, I think somebody just at twenty or um, get him to the creek. But that is a very quotable movie. Yeah, that yeah yeah I mentioned it. that was the the beginning of this podcast. That's what started mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to find it, but yeah, 21 Jump Street is top of the line. Do we want to uh, get this last ranking in? Get this. Get these, yeah, I already got. I already got my numbers solid here. This is this is tough. Um, Dirk, you're top left for me. You go first. I think I'm going. The, the more I've drank it, which I guess is just what happens, but I like it better than I did uh, previously. I think I'm going to go like a 6.1. Okay. I'm going even five. I'm feeling the, the even, the zeros and the fives is tonight. The, because the pomegranate is, is very good. Yeah, but the, see, but the, the ginger is very it, bad. I'm tasting more of the pomegranate, but then again, I'm probably just not tasting the ginger. All right, Neil. Yeah, I'll give it uh, 5.9. Uh, I do like ginger in general. It was a little overbearing at first, but kind of like Dirk was saying, like, as you drink it more, it kind of like grows on you a little bit. When I was first drinking it, I was like, this is no way it's going to go with five. But, you know, it grows on me. All right, well, let's run back these scores here. Dirk, number four, you had Apple at 5.7. Number three was the Pomegranate at 6.1. Sangria at three at 6.5. And number one, the Cran Apple, or Cran Orange, I should say, sorry, at an even seven. That sound about right for you? That, yep. I was very wrong about the Cran Apple. Or cran orange, yeah, cran orange. All right, that I was had, good though. That was good. I had, I had apple at four, pomegranate at five, sangria six point five, cran at seven point five. I'm good with that. So I mix up the sangria and the cran, cran orange. Cran orange was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. More, so, dark horse. more so than I thought. Yep, agreed. Neil, you had apple at four point four. Pomegranate at 5.9, Sangria 6.5, Cran Orange 7.5. You know, I can live with that as long as Apple is still on the bottom. That's all it really matters. Yeah, we all had Apple at the bottom, which Neil and I'm glad we got that out of the way, too. Yeah, Neil and I I nailed Dirk of that at number two. I thought it was going to be good. Go big or go yeah, home. Yeah, you thought wrong. I went home. Thought I went very home. wrong. That was rough. Um, and we all had Cran Orange as the best, which Dirk thought was me the, was going to be the worst. Yep, I messed up. Idiot. I should have. I should have just substituted him. All right. Well, that concludes our second taste test, and 
probably need to do a third one at some point whenever something yep. new comes out. Um, Hopefully next weekend. <laughs> yep. We'll see. We'll see on the timing and the flavors and the releases. Um, I think we need to finish then with some Hey Hambage. So I, I only had one question, and I already said it earlier this episode. So, Dirk, this is all you today. Hey, Ambage. What's, What's your favorite reptile? Ooh. Oh, oh my. I was not prepared for this question. That's the whole point. I mean, you... What are you looking up? No, you cannot look it up. <laughs> I can so see I'm your clearly eyes seeing going you, down you grab your phone. phone, and then you kept going... <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to, like, hide it. No, gut feeling, Hamlet. Come on. Um... Stop looking. <laughs> can't do that. You already saw it. I can't just stop now. Um, reptiles. Does a they're badass. Does a Komodo dragon qualify? Absolutely. Yep. Then that because they're 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 badass. They are badass. I'm it's, go a, it's a good answer. Go I was worried go for a minute you were gonna say like a gecko, and I was gonna lose my mind, or like you know one of those little green lizards. In Florida. Uh-huh. So good answer. I recently learned that turtles are reptiles. And I will admit I didn't realize they were reptiles. I love turtles. So that's where that question came from. Neil, do you have an answer? Yeah, turtles are cool. <laughs> All right, going off that question. Hey Ambage, what's yep. your favorite dinosaur? Um Velociraptor. Easy. I mean, if I'm gonna base it off the movies here. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Yeah, easily the best one. Yeah, but what about your actual favorite? I mean, when you think about it, like a lot of the other ones are kind of boring. You know, they just chill. They just sit there. Dinosaurs boring? Don't think so. <laughs> well, what's the one with the uh, like the hammer for a tail? What's that one? Leosaurus. Sure. That one's <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Ankylosaurus are the ones that have on their tail, they have like spikes coming out of it. Yeah, that one. That one. Great answer, Neil. That's my number two. It's my number two hole. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. All right. Hey, Ambage. Yep. What's your favorite season and why? Ooh. Hey, winter, because I love Christmas. And I Wrong. hate Thanksgiving. Wrong. Winter is winter. Is like when it's cold. Christmas. Christmas. I like the winter jacket. Saves. Christmas saves winter. Winter sucks outside of Christmas. Winter's the winter's terrible. No, um, it is it, it is tough in the Midwest. Um, the other three have so many positives each. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go busy. I'm gonna say summer. I'll go. Yeah, just because like time. summer and spring are kind of the same in terms of like, what you can do, but spring in the Midwest. There could be so much rain potentially. And yeah, summer it's almost turned into like there. It's like winter into summer. Like it's like a mesh of that. Like it's not like I feel like there's not really a designated spring because it's just gloomy and cold and rainy. And then there'll be like a day of sunshine, and then it snows in May. I remember I made a vine on like May third. Remember that Neil I was like vine. May third. What should I wear? And it's snowing outside. Yeah, summer people can usually get off work to, to do like just things. Even if it's just people take a Friday off to do this or that, um, you have more flexibility to just kind of 
hang out and do other things besides the nine to five. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll uh, approve of that answer. Any more as I close it out? That was all mine. Plus my one from earlier. All right. Well, another successful taste test, another successful episode of return for the gnome boys. I don't know what our future schedule will be. Um, if this is a one-off or the beginning of a new consistent schedule, I think at the very least, maybe we'll do a Christmas special in the next month or so. Um, oh, yeah. see, see what we can fit in in between now and then. Um, but as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gnome Boys Pod. And be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, anywhere you listen, we are there. So any anywhere, anytime, I should say, that we do put out a new episode, make sure you are subscribed to get any, any new updates. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this one. I know we had a lot of fun recording it. And hopefully this will be out on Wednesday day before thanksgiving um at some point so hopefully you all have a great extra day off and a great thanksgiving and we'll see you all next time whenever that may be